Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Holly Roberts hanging with us for hour one. Steve was in a retail establishment recently, feeling quite uncomfortable, I gather. Yeah, and I'm curious if you have uh, felt the same at any point recently. What's the last store that you went inside of and then you just felt like, hmm... I might not fit in here anymore. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you want to call and share, or you can email us, and I might even check the emails because I got email back on my yeah. phone. Hey, <laughs> excited about that. Anyway, on a win the other night, um, I was I had to go do a return at Eden Prairie Center. Mm, never heard of it. Sure have. Now I know what you're thinking. Steve didn't doing a return. That's when I feel. My least confident as a human, interpersonally, feel like I have to come up with an alibi, explain why, <laughs> it's not you, it's me, the whole thing. <laughs> Fortunately, I already called and said, do you guys accept this return? It was for like a modem. So I go to the T-Mobile store, drop it off, whatever. I got a little time. And I thought, you know, uh, what if I just popped in to a store and grabbed a little surprise gift for Adeline, my oldest, who's 12? Oh. And... uh she had just gotten like and found out she was an understudy in a, an upcoming uh, middle school musical. So I was like, oh, let's celebrate that. That's great. And so I go into American Eagle. And I it's been at least a decade, maybe closer to 15 to 20 years since I've really been in there to shop for something. And, but I'd asked Addie the other day, what, what brands do you kids like nowadays? And American Eagle was the first word that came out of her mouth. Oh, they wow. also like Abercrombie is apparently thriving still, still okay. I guess so. Or full circle. No mm-hmm. kidding. So with that, I go into this store and you ever feel like immediately, and they were all nice, but you ever feel like people are looking at you, employees of a store are looking at you like, sir. Yeah, are you, are you here for a gift card? <laughs> yeah. Or have you been separated from your party? Do you need help? Should we page someone? They asked me, hi, uh, can we help you with anything? You need any help today? And I was like, uh, no, nah, I'm just looking around. And then I go and I start looking and I find a clearance rack. So I was like, here's where I'm going to hang out. <laughs> I kid you not. It was two more times. I, I, it was a total of three times in what couldn't have been more than eight minutes that the same employee came up and asked me what? if I needed any He thought help. you were st- going to steal something. 
<laughs> no, I think she thought she 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 looked like a teenager or maybe college age, and it looked. And I swear to you, I don't know if I'm projecting here, but I felt like when she kept coming back up to me, she was sort of giggling. Like, are you sure you don't need any help finding anything? Wow. And I was like, how clueless do I look right now? But the vibe I got was just that, Donna. They weren't thinking, sir, you're probably here to get some new duds. They knew I was here on a mission. They could sense that it had been a while. Then as I'm checking out, I'm going through. I feel good. I found a smoking deal. 60% off this sweater that I got. Nineteen ninety nine was my total. Thank you very much. Nice. And as I'm checking out, <laughs> find everything okay? Yep. Then I'm just like, let's just get out of this store. I feel like I've done my thing. She says, uh, phone number. I give her my phone number. And I'm like, whatever. She types it into the computer. And then I'm like, ah, oh, did I have to do that? Nope. And then she said, email address. Oh, and God, I, said, I hate that. So you'll be proud of me, Donna. Because I said, you know, do I have to give you the email address? And she said, oh, yeah, it's just for, for you to get deals and stuff nope, like that. No, don't want them. So what I did was, you'll be proud of me, Donna. Get ready to get your flesh mitts and smack them together, okay? Okay. I said to her, you know what? It's been more than a decade since I've been in this store. I'm going to pass. And she didn't say anything, and she just kept typing. I did not give her my email address. Good. She gave me receipt, bag, Stevie boy, out of there. Was she nice? Did she say thank you? She checked me out. Okay. I wouldn't say that she hit me. Once I put the hammer down and said, I'm not going to be a part of this E-list. I don't want to be a part of the Eagle of Club. Good job. How much more junk can we like handle in our inbox? Okay. By the way, I go into stores like that. I'll go into like Victoria's Secret. And I know people are looking at me like, oh, yeah, she's buying something for her granddaughter. You know? <laughs> only, <laughs> only if you go... Into the pink side, which is what I did over the weekend. Oh. Is that the, like, the the hipper side? Or I don't well, know, how would you describe it? More provocative or whatever? It's not provocative. It's just, it's like their teen athleisure side. Oh, you know, remember back in the 2000s when pink was stamped on everybody's butt? Yes. yes. On the sweatpants? Yes. It still exists. Yes. Oh. They had a real good deal on some underwear. Oh. And, and I was the like, underwear says pink? Well... I found oh, that man. out. <laughs> All of it does. After you got home. But I bet it's I know, comfortable. I couldn't buy it. I am like, I have crossed through the looking glass. I am too. I cannot pull this off. I have yeah. to go into the adult side. Also went into Zoomies. You know, Zoomies, the skateboard shop. Oh, yeah, Zoomies. Shop. Z-U-M-I. I was looking E-S. for a swimsuit. Pretty sure they thought I was shopping for my child. Right. And I was like, nope, grandma likes Adidas swimsuits too. <laughs> Show me where they are. Yeah. Well, Donna goes into Forever 21 and they immediately take her to the Forever section. <laughs> They're like, come here. here. Get over here. Alarms start going off as soon as I walk in. <laughs> Mall security comes. Yeah, there are times you can just tell. It's just weird. I went into an Abercrombie within the last six months. And I was uh, buying a fragrance, and for I, I I went in. They have all these fragrances. You don't now. even have to, to buy be... a fragrance. You could just walk in and walk out, and you're set for the day. <laughs> oh my gosh, that place smells so bleeping good. I cannot even stand it. I really like it. I know a lot of people hate it. Also, um, in the world of retail, I called a uh, a place called Aroma Retail in Las Vegas, Nevada. Ever heard of it? Yesterday, and talked to them. Uh, 
Because, because I cannot pull the trigger. You haven't. Okay. I cannot pull the trigger yet on this in-home fragrance system that I want to get, which is oh. a system, uh, a fragrance diffuser that you can connect to your HVAC, and then it evenly distributes fragrance throughout your house. Wherever there's a vent, the fragrance goes. You can turn it up or you can turn it down. You might have company coming over. You can change out the fragrances seasonally. I have little sample bags here that I've been sniffing all the time. This one is Asian Garden, which I think smells like um, the wind if I'm not mistaken. But I just can't pull the trigger because it's like a $700 machine. And but so, this is I, you. I know it is, is me, This Holly. is you in your heart. You are so right, Holly. Yeah, but what are you doing to your family? Making them live in an Abercrombie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Making headaches for everyone. No, is it a Tommy like, Bahama? <laughs> it's like when you walk into a hotel and you're like, oh, this lobby smells great. That's what we're, we're going for. They have hundreds of scents. But I need to, I need to pull the trigger. I'm nervous that I'll get it, and I won't be able to smell it enough. And I will have been like, well, there was, after the fragrance, eight hundred and fifty dollars, and can I smell it? This is probably why you always have a sinus infection. Donna. What? HIPAA. <laughs> have you no cooth? Sorry, I blew up. They just re-upped my antibiotic. Thank you for asking. Oh, no kidding. Hey, uh, when we come back, Donna's uh, just finished a show on Netflix. I just started a show. I wonder if you've heard about this show. It's unique. Tell you about it next. Friends, what's up? Hey, Stevie Boy here for my buddies over at the Campy Group. I want to help you save money. That's your New Year's resolution. Come on, it's early January. You maybe just got a credit card bill for what happened over the holidays, and you're thinking, oh, boy, we need to tighten, batten down the hatches, as they say. An easy way for you to do that. Easy is to go to thecanopygroup.com. That's the website. Do it right now. I dare you. And then you just hit, get a quote. Boom. You have started the process with the Canopy Group. By the way, it's a free process. It's not like a service that you're paying for. You're just going to save money when you do this. They are really convinced. I got together with them a couple weeks ago. They deal with auto insurance, homeowners insurance, uh, commercial insurance, recreational vehicle insurance. They do it all. But what they do is they will uh, take you, and then they'll say to their 16 different insurance agencies that they work with, Hey, here's Judy from Bloomington. Who can give her the best coverage at the absolute best price? New customers save over $800 on average when they switch their home and auto. Start saving today at thecanopygroup.com. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo! You know, I've never watched so much TV in my whole life. Yeah, well. My whole life. We're proud of you, Donna. Thank you. You're so welcome. I don't Thank see anybody anymore. <laughs> I was going to say, what what has changed in your life that you're watching so much television? Work. Oh, so you're referencing since you came over to My Talk 1071 from K10 Boo. <laughs> Am I right? Can we have fun like that? Hell. <laughs> Thank you, Ollie. Uh, is that what you mean? Like in your last seven yeah, years of your yeah, life? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I watch a lot of television, movies, docu-series, but there's never been a better time to watch television. There's so much content. You know, it's funny that you say that as we're about to talk about these two shows, one that you just finished, one that I just started that I think you were going to like, Donna. I can't take on one more show. But as I looked at it, it, it is both the best. I think it's the best and the worst time to watch TV. And I think it's both of those at the same time. Here's what we lack now is uh, 
Obviously, it's oversaturated. There's a gazillion things to watch. So you always have that feeling of you're never caught up. Sure, you watched a show, but have you watched enough? Did you watch the right thing, the best thing, etc.? But I think there's a touch of it. It's harder for things to be standout special now. But when they are, when they capture the narrative on social media, it's trending. It's what people are talking about at the water cooler. That's quite an achievement when they do that. But even just going on to Netflix, it's like, well, okay, here's the 10 shows that are trending today. Mm -hmm. Here are all the new releases. Here's what I should watch because I watched that other show. It's It's like drinking from a fire hose. Yeah. But you can get anything at any time. So there's something to be said for that. Right. I want to start, if I could, by telling you the show that I started last night. My sister, Janie, shout out to her. She uh, she brought this show up. Have you heard of Kaleidoscope? I have not. Horo, Holly Roberts, have you heard of Kaleidoscope? Yes. I knew you would have heard of it. Have you watched it? No. Okay. I think you're automatically going to want to start watching this tonight. Oh, jeez, come on. <laughs> Just hear me out. I got plans. I know. Well, here's why I think it's interesting. Um, I am two and a half episodes in. Lou and I started it last night. It is a heist show. Everybody likes a heist, right? Heists are fun to watch. Ocean's Eleven, it's fun to watch a good heist, right? Eh, I not know it's my not jam. as good as murder, Donna, or <laughs> kidnapping. But heist, can they, you know, crack the safe? What's interesting about Kaleidoscope on Netflix is the show goes in random order, which means... On my Netflix account, on my profile, when I click in, it says watch the orange episode first. And then your next episode is blue. And then the next is yellow. And then red. And so there are different colors. There are no episode numbers. But, Donna, when you go into your Netflix and say, I want to watch Kaleidoscope, it will have your episodes in a different order than mine. So you might start with purple. And then green is your second episode. It's all about a heist. They do the story in non-sequential fashion, not chronological. And what I understand is, I've done a little research trying to stay away from spoilers, but at a minimum, the final episode, the white episode, everybody, that's the final episode for everyone. Okay. And I've heard that the final three episodes of the nine, eight or nine, are all the same order. But either way, there's some element of shuffle. So, for instance, last night when we started our first episode, which apparently isn't everybody's first. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This episode, it was pick a color. I forget what color. Let's uh, say orange. orange. It says hey! orange. I like that. And then below <laughs> it, it says seven years before the heist. And then our next episode was blue, let's say. And blue was five days before the heist. And then the third episode was, you know, three weeks before the heist. So where are you? I'm two and a half episodes in. But what they're, they're laying out the story in a different way. So it's a unique viewing experience for each person. But what's here's what's kind of cool about it. So we did the episode that was seven years before the heist. There's some things that happened toward the end of that episode. And then in the next episode, when we are five days before the heist, you're looking and you're like, that guy? Well, wait, where's that other guy? Because you've jumped in time and you'll catch up on that part of the story when you go back. Now, Donna's word of the year in 2022 was resistance. And I see that bubbling up in her from the four or five different faces that you've been processing this with. This sounds like a clever show and an original concept. However, it does not pique my interest the way it does yours. Let me ask this, Donna. Let me try to pitch it to you in a different way. Okay. You like crime, don't you? Remember, you're on public record here. Everybody knows this about I like true crime stories. I mean, I don't like them, but I'm intrigued by them. I wish they didn't happen. You like mystery, Donna? Not really. I guess in the crime sense, yes. There's a mystery here. Why are they even trying to do a heist on the guy that they're trying to do it on? I don't even know yet, but I'm intrigued. Because I'm trying to figure it out. And you're starting to see some little pieces that are getting put together. A story is starting to gather. I feel like I'm watching something similar to that right now. I started Shining Girls with Jamie Bell and Elizabeth Moss. Okay. And it's 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 a thriller. And it's based on a novel. And it... It time it jumps in time. It's it's almost like a super it's not supernatural. It's science fiction, but it's also about a serial killer. There it is. It's a serial killer, but they <laughs> jump through space and time. So they jump from the 70s to yeah. like the 90s and you're like, "Wait a minute. Where are we now?" It's very confusing. Okay, so listen, why don't you ditch that and come over to Kaleidoscope? I'm three in. Let me tell you what it's not. It's not confusing because each episode you start and it says, here's where you are in time. And what I like is it's here again. It's a viewing experience in that you are ditching the typical chronological linear format of storytelling. And it's kind of expanding your mind, man. Listen, I'm watching a lot of TV right now. Did I mention that? Yes, you did. 1923. Ooh. Um, which is really good. Nice, Steve. Uh, anybody else watching? 
with no. Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford? No. Really good. Real good. Now I'm watching this Shining Girls. I just finished Dead to Me, and I feel like I accomplished something. I got books to read. I got people to see. No, I've got children to frighten. <laughs> I mean, I'm busy. Donna, you watch this you were... one. All right, fine. Holly, Donna, <laughs> here's the thing. Can I just speak to Holly for a second? Sure, Almost I'll as be a over therapist. Here. All right. <sighs> Holly, yeah. thank you for meeting yeah. with me today. You're welcome. Over the last five years, there have been times when I try to sell Donna on something, and I get kind of enthusiastic like a puppy dog. And I want someone to then come along on the ride that I'm on. And very often, within a sentence or two, I can tell where she is in terms of just her attitudinal posture. If she is open and wants to hear me out, or if she immediately starts furling her brow. Donna? I got a question for you, Steve. Thank you. Yes, I'll take it. Are you are you a show pusher or are you a show curator? There is a distinct difference. Could you please tell me the difference first and then I will attempt to answer. If you're a show pusher, it means that you love a show so much that you think that everybody else needs to love it too and so then you push it on people or are you a show curator meaning you saw something you thought for example this would be something that donna would love wow and first you of all, curate the experience mm, to her tastes mm, mm, holly <laughs> This is why people pay you so much when they come to lay on the couch and have you interpret our lives. (laughs) You really nailed it. I am, and I can admit this, a show pusher. And it goes back to, if you've ever taken... (laughs) Listen, no, hear me out. I know, you're like, here comes another story. There is a personality test, which is called Strengths Finder. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I love Strengths Finder because it makes you feel better at the end instead of telling you like you're what you're bad at. Like the number of things like, hey, you're a four and you're like, oh, God, I suck at a bunch of things. <laughs> Here's the, one of the strengths uh, that I have, like my top strength is communication. But it's it, here's what that means. It doesn't mean like you talk for a living. It means when I read a book or when I watch a show or a movie, I as I'm doing it. As I'm reading it, and even the reason why I read it or why I turn it on is thinking about sharing that with okay, other well, people. Okay, well, that's a lovely thought. But it is a sh- that uh, another way to put it is a show pusher. So here, picture this, totally. Steve. Yes. Picture me trying to, I, I, for example, Holly, and I know we're up against the clock here, but there was a story about a murder that happened in Steve's city where he lives. Mm. Yeah. Oh, quite some time ago. Well, sort of. And so I'm texting him and I'm like, hey, you should really watch this. And he's like, no, thanks. I'm like, wow. I mean, at the very least, it's very interesting to know that this happened in your... You're, she said you should watch this show about an old guy getting murdered near where you live. And I was like, you know, 
emotionally, I don't know. The heist show that I'm pushing, though, Kaleidoscope, and let me, uh, this is, I'll get out of here with this. This show will not upset you emotionally in any way. It will not rattle your cage. It will entertain you, and it will intrigue you. And you See, will now be a you're part. projecting what you like. That's what you're doing. You're pushing. You will be a yes. part of an experience. I will no. tell you this. The one time you were right was with Cobra Kai. Loved it. Loved. One time? But then you quit on that show. I watched two seasons. There have been five. Okay. I gave it a shot. I'm going to take off. I need to leave. No, we better stay. Because uh, uh, Holly's going to have to leave soon. We need yeah. to say things. Uh, Donna mm-hmm. has figured out. Maybe Were you the one who figured it out? And no, then you no, no, them no. Off? no, no, no. I will tell you what caused the FAA to ground all flights for the first time since 9-11. We've got some more information about that. So we'll share that with you and more coming up next on My Talk 1071. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer hey, boo, Holly boo. Roberts with us for you know, another few minutes. Yeah. You get emotional when you uh, end this show, Holly? I go into the bathroom and cry <laughs> silently. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Nice kind of but cry. I lift my feet up so no one knows I'm in there. <laughs> ah, that's always a classic move. I love that. Yeah, if you see something, you should say something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. So the FAA might know what caused them to ground every plane in the U.S. yesterday for the first time since 9-11. They think it was one corrupted file that did it. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, uh, the FAA issued a nationwide order around 6.30, probably our time, central time, yesterday morning, and it stopped all flights from taking off. People immediately thought it was a cyber attack. The White House, however, said they did not believe that, but they weren't ruling it out. Sure. Planes were taking off again about an hour or two later, but what had happened was then it caused this massive backlog. And by last night, over 1,300 flights had been canceled. More than 10,000 had been delayed. Mm. They're hoping things will get back to normal today. But here's what they're saying. Here's what we know, a few things. Again, they think it was a single corrupted file, and it tanked the primary and the backup systems. They still are looking into how it got corrupted, but said again there was no evidence of a cyber attack. They did know there was a problem on Tuesday afternoon. The only way to fix it was by rebooting the whole system. Mm. So the the reason they decided to do it yesterday was to get it done before the you know before most flights would be taking off, but it ended up taking longer. It's never happened before. Uh, the system is outdated. It's been around since like 1947, and it used to be phone-based. You think they just keep pushing off the uh, remind me later when the app update is like, do you want to update your software? Remind me later. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they have a big stack of cards like the engineer for Apollo 11 when she stands 
<laughs> next to her sheets of paper. Yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it scares me. Uh, got us to the moon. We have found, yeah. well, look. That's this true. Time, that's true, Holly. Southwest encountered their own computer out-of-date problems. This is the second time in a span of three weeks that an out-of-date computer mm-hmm. software program, whatever, has caused some real disruption. And so uh, I guess Pete Buttigieg, what's he? He's our travel czar or something Transportation like that. secretary. Yeah. Um, he, he will have to uh, do put the hammer down. Yeah. Or put Buttigieg to asses. I was trying to do a Toby Keith reference. Did that work? I don't know. <laughs> boot in your head. Oh, uh, I see. We'll either way, Buttigieg. All right, anyway. Sounds like boot. The UK also had a cyber incident uh, with its mail service. They didn't call it a cyber attack, but it's still not clear what happened. They said it caused minor delays with mail being delivered overseas, but it's not clear if this is related to that. And this all came weeks after what you're referring to, the Southwest disaster, which Holly is still dealing with. I'm sorry, Holly. I'm sorry. I triggered her. How's your, your reimbursement, your Southwest happy points or whatever they are? Is that all going is well? That, is that what we're calling them? I don't know. It's bags fly happy free. Points? Right? <laughs> oh, they, <laughs> have you not been hearing from them? Uh, well, after your travel nightmare? you know, we've had partial correspondence. And by partial correspondence, I mean none. But I did get my bag back. Mm. Oh, finally. Did you have, You had to go and pick it up, didn't my, you? Well, yeah. I mean, they gave me the option. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go pick it up. What was the other option? They deliver well, it? they would deliver it. And I'm just like, no, we're just going to. No, I can't trust the- you. Yeah. <laughs> basically, Donna. Basically. Oh, boy. Yeah. It did, it did your bag look super beat up? It has a story to tell. <laughs> yeah. The bag yeah, has right. a story to tell. Oh, I love it. Uh, its hair is it, all frizzy. Its <laughs> eyes are bugged out. One of the wheels There's is really mud. weird now. Yeah. yeah. Just gave it one of those little, you know, tinfoil sheets that the people get wrapped in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When they get cows from the cold, baked potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. It just got into Holly's front door, stood there for a second, and then fell flat, face down. down. This took a long time. When did you get it back? Uh, Over the weekend. Okay, that's a long time to be without your stuff. Yes. And uh, we're awaiting additional correspondence on other issues. Now, I will say, look, not alone, there was an article in the New York Times that was published over the weekend uh, that chronicled the story of lots of folks who had to take on additional travel expenses because Southwest couldn't get their business oh, together. Sure. You know, People who probably rented cars. Yep. People, yeah. Rented cars, hotels. There was a woman who was trying to get home with her cat Pretzel. Oh, Pretzel. Oh, no. Oh, Buddy boo. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what a disaster. Pretzel's good, but Pretzel looked angry. (laughs) (laughs) Pretzel's picture was in the New York Times. Pretzel wasn't happy. Oh Oh my god. That's so awful. All right. Um Uh, I have two things. Which one should I say? First um, of all, quickly about Lori. You might know her from the Lori and Julia show. She called me over yesterday and said, Steve, where do I see my wallet on uh Delta.com? And I am telling you, it was all a ploy, and I told her as much so that I would come over. I would see, A, how many Sky Miles she had, which was Mm -hmm. nearly 200,000. She's flexing. Oh, it was an obvious flex. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, my gosh, (laughs) look at those miles. 
and I'm I'm silver medallion, which is we barely we barely got a medallion. We're almost like normal people. It's really tough to deal with. She, I said, what are you? What are you gold? What's going on here? She's like diamond or platinum. She's an extremely high up. It was a very flexy moment. Was she really Lori. messing with you, or was she asking for help, Donna? That's a question that will be answered on the other side of eternity. She's a very capable, smart woman. I don't think she really needed this dummy's help. But then I came over and it was like, oh my gosh, why is that number so high? They can put that many commas on your miles? Wow. She's like George Clooney in that movie. Up in the air. (laughs) That one. Yeah, with Anna Kendrick. I really liked that that movie. That was a good movie. It was a good movie. Also, uh, my sister and I were talking about this. We just got through all those personality things that we were talking about, personality quirks, strengths finder, all that. Um, There is someone who she was uh, hearing speak recently or saw some presentation that this person did. But you know how, like, if you have an angry employee, you're thinking, oh, this is really bad. This person has put together this thing called the Courage Scale. I think it's a local speaker, too. Um, David R. Hawkins. Anyway, he said, anger is just one step below courage. So and then once you get to courage, then all sorts of great things start happening. If the if the employee feels like they've got courage and they want to do things and step out and try stuff, and but anger is just below courage. The A word that you need to avoid with your employees—that's a real warning sign. Apathy. So to any employers out there, if you have two employees and one is sort of seems angry, and the other seems apathetic, the angry one might be tougher to deal with but they are much closer to becoming a good employee for you. The apathetic one is a dead branch. Snip, snip. And we'll be back. <laughs> I Don't think yes. Casey. No, uh, Holly, thank you. Surely uh, stay. No, sure. Holly, don't. Um, when we come back. Now, bye. Okay. We got some music.